This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Welcome back to a new week of ministry with Pastor Ray Hegestilianos on More Than Conquerors Radio. This is our second week of a unique series entitled, Warring Against the Pandemic of 2020. For first-time listeners, these are selected Sunday sermons preached to pastors' homebound congregation entering their second month of battle against the corona pandemic. This two-part message entitled, I Will Not Be Moved, recounts Paul's sea journey as a prisoner to Rome. Paul's journey was rough, but much like the pandemic storm pastor's flock is facing, God had a plan to bring the storm to an end. If they stayed the course, stayed encouraged, and listened to what God had to say. We too have a destiny and a destination. As captains in our journey, like Paul, we're encouraged to strive for what lies ahead. Always in faith, never in fear, never believing circumstances surrounding us, but rather only the reality of the Word of God. I need to pump it up. I really feel so strongly, and I felt that way all week, that there are many that are fainting and faltering and questioning, not because you're not faith people, but you've been in a storm just like Paul was in a storm. And you didn't get yourself here. You were plunged into it. You've done everything right to stay out of the storms in life, but you got hurled into this storm. And I just felt all week as I was praying and just seeking the Lord, these verses kept coming up in my spirit. And I just felt like so, so many of you are faltering just a little bit and, and the, 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 that freshness is going and that excitement is going and that enthusiasm for your future is going because you were, you were on a moment, in the momentum. You know, there was momentum gaining in your life. You were getting progress. You were getting somewhere. And then all of a sudden you were abruptly smacked in the face with all of this that we, well, I, I prophesy to you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ, you will pick up that momentum once again. It has been temporarily interrupted, but God's plans for your life are not interrupted by earthly things. Most certainly the things that are of the devil and that come from the pit of hell and that are evil. These are just interruptions. They are momentary, but they will not last and they will have no lasting effect upon your life and upon your destiny and upon the blessings that God has for you. I speak that in the name of Jesus. You ought to be roaring in your seats at home right now. Give God, and you need to declare just like Paul, I believe God that it will be just as it was told to me. I believe it will come to pass exactly like I heard God speak to me. Paul goes on and continues to prophesy and tells him, however, he's, he's the captain of the ship, you see, and you got to become the captain in this storm. Right now, you can't just get rocked and rolled and tossed around in this storm. You got to rise up and start giving some orders to this storm. You got to start giving some orders to the people around you 
just batten down your hatches, get ready, because we're in for a rough ride, but we're coming out the other side and we're not going to lose anything with no loss. And he says, we must run aground on a certain island. And, uh, and then it was the 14th night had come and we were driven up and down in the Adriatic Sea. About midnight, the sailors sensed that they were drawing near some land and they took soundings and they found it 20 fathoms. And when they had gone a little farther, they took soundings again and found it to be 15 fathoms. Then fearing lest we would run aground on the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed. I love it. Listen to this. The sailors are praying for a day to come. They were, who knows, doesn't say they were believers, but let me tell you what, watching Paul and what Paul was doing in the midst of this horrific storm and giving them hope in the midst of this horrific storm, all of a sudden, now they're on their knees praying. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what, we can influence the storm. We can influence the darkness. We can take that which the devil meant for evil and turn it for good. Turn it to the glory of God. Men's hearts are fainting and failing all over the world today. We've got the message of hope. We've got the message of power. We've got the message of breakthrough. We've got the message that comes from the one and true almighty God for all eternity. Eternity. And we need to get out and light up the darkness. Glory to God. Don't just sit home and get gloomy and doomy. Get out of your houses, light up some spot somewhere in this community or in your community with the light and the love and the hope and the power of Almighty God. Send some text, Zoom somebody, Facebook, FaceTime somebody. Do something to light up somebody else's world because we are the captains in this storm. This storm is not going to dis dictate my future. This storm is not going to dictate my destiny. This storm is not going to rock and roll me and toss me out and kill me. This storm is going to be over soon and I'm coming out better than the way I came into it and so are you. Come on, somebody give me a better amen than that. And it says they prayed. I love it. And they prayed for day to come. And the sailors were seeking to escape from the ship. And when they had let down the skiff into the sea under the pretense of putting out anchors to, from the prow, Paul, listen to what this, Paul is the captain of the ship. Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved we're all in this together and we're all going to go through it together. And if you just hold, hold tight, you'll be all right. Not letting you out. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be in this with me. Then the soldiers cut away the ropes of the skiff and let it fall off. And day was about to dawn and Paul implored them to take food saying, today is the 14th day you have waited and continued without food. Eat 14 days in a raging storm that would not let up. Listen, have you ever been on a boat in a storm? I have. I was so seasick that I wanted to throw myself in the ocean and die. I don't know if you've ever been seasick. Seasickness is so horrific that it, it is forever marked me for life. I was so ill from the rocking and the rolling of that ship that I, I truly, I wanted to either throw myself into the sea or I was 
going to ask if somebody could get me a helicopter to get me off that ship. It was agonizing. And it was only probably an eight-hour or 12-hour situation. But it felt like an eternity. Can you imagine being on a ship for 14 days, being rocked and rolled and tossed, thinking that you're about to die, and the only thing you've got is the Word of God from the man of God? Woo! Am I preaching right here this morning? The only thing you've got is the Word from God from the man of God. Glory to God. That's all you got. And 14 days of being rocked and rolled and tossed like a wet noodle. I mean, just flipping and flopping. And 14 days. And Paul, some of them want to get out of the ship. Paul says, no way. You, you can't be saved. You jump in, you're jumping to your death. You got to stay in the ship. Because God wants to prove to all of you that you didn't save yourself. It was him that saved you. Come on. And that's exactly what God's going to prove in this whole nonsense that's going on. This is all evil. This was devised. It was a plan. It was from the pit of hell and it worked through evil people. I don't care what anybody says. I know it in the spirit that this had some ulterior motive much farther and deeper than what they're telling us. Let me tell you what, there was some evil plotting going on here, but I'm going to tell you what, it is not going to bring us down. We are, hallelujah to the name of Jesus. So it says 14 days. So now it's time for you to eat. So now he's not only the captain of the ship, but he's mothering them now <laughs> or fathering them. Tell them, you got to eat, boys. Sit down and get something to eat, right? I guess it would be fathering. I don't want to feminize Paul, but he was, he was fathering them. Now you need to sit down. You need to eat something. Therefore, I urge you to take nourishment for this, uh, for this is your, uh, for your survival, since not a hair will fall from your, from the head of any of you. He's prophesying again. Not a hair is going to fall from your head. And when he had said these things, he took bread, gave thanks to God in the presence of them all. And when they had broken bread, he began. So now he began to eat. So now Paul is having church. He's a prisoner on the ship. Amen. And he, from the get-go, he told them, don't do this, and they did it. But I mean, I mean, think about this. And then in the midst of this storm, they're trying to save their lives. They couldn't save them. That's why I say people in the world, they're trying to save them. They, they can't, they, listen, this thing is far bigger and greater than them, this coronavirus. The only help you have is the help of God, is faith in the Word of God. Come on, somebody. And he says, so, so he, he, he takes over. He warns them as a prophet. He becomes the captain of the ship. Now he's fathering them and tell, telling them to eat something. And then he gets back to say, wait a minute, don't touch the food yet. We're going to have church. We're going to pray. We're going to have communion. We're going to break bread. And then you can all eat. So think of, think of what Paul is doing in the midst of the storm. Is Paul losing a step? Is, is Paul losing his stride? Is Paul losing his confession of faith? Is Paul losing his stance in, in his courage and his boldness of faith in the midst of this horrific storm? Everybody thinks they're going to die. The only thing they've got is the word of God. So, well, he said so. I guess so. 
Paul was like a lion in, in, this, in this unbelievable storm. So he sits down, he makes them break bread, and they pray, and they actually have church um, on the ship. And they said they were all encouraged. Wow, isn't it amazing what church will do for you? Isn't it amazing when we come together and we break bread and we pray together and we put our faith. Now, all of these folks, I'm, I'm sure they're all saying, man, this Paul, the, the God that this Paul preaches, there's something about this. And uh, so they were all encouraged and they also they took food for themselves. And it says um, there was about... Um, 276 persons on ship. Wow. So they had enough and eaten and lightened the ship and threw out wheat and did all this kind of stuff. And it goes on and it talks about, you know, what they did and things are starting to calm down now and they get there. And it says in verse 44, it says, and so it was that they all escaped safely to land. Woo. So it came to pass what what the, what the man of God said because he had the word of God, see? And, and listen, don't wait for your man of God. Don't wait for me or your man of God to give you a word, man. You can get a word from God yourself. First of all, open up the book. He'll give you a word. Get down in prayer. He'll give you a word. If you just overthrow all of the doubt and unbelief and all the worrying and just sit down and remind yourself of what God spoke into your heart so long ago. You know, some of you embarked on you know, a vision in your life and creating a business or going for that new job or going for that education or whatever it be. Remind yourself of what God spoken, had spoken to you about those things, you see. And if you remind yourself, you'll, 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 you'll be refreshed and uh, you'll get to the other side. So it says, and so it was that they all escaped, not one of them, not even a hair from their head was lost. Every one of them escaped safely and got to land. I say to God be the glory, man. I say amen. All right. Let me just give you a couple of verses and we'll be finished this morning. Uh, I, I'm just reminded of a couple of pretty good verses. Second Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 12. And it says here, For this reason I also suffer these things, Paul writing again, Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. He's talking about the things that he's been through. Now listen to what he says. I'm not ashamed. Now listen to what he says. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Whoa. He says, I've been through, I've been through stuff. I've suffered some things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed of my sufferings. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Some, there's somebody out there this morning or who's going to listen to this this afternoon or this week that needs to hear this. I know that I'm here by the assignment of God this morning to encourage, even if it's one person, I'm going for you. But I believe it's multiple, multiple, multiple people, not just one, multiple people. Do you know are you reminded in, uh, of whom you believe? In whom you believe? Are, are, are you reminded and are you persuaded that he is able to keep, to preserve, to keep and to hold and preserve from destruction and from danger the things that you have committed to him until 
the day that he comes and we don't need to be here anymore or you go to be with him. Are you persuaded? Here's, here's the other question. Have you committed your life? Have you committed all of these earthly things to him? Is he the Lord over them or are you the Lord over them? Is this your kingdom or is it his kingdom that you serve? Is this your property or do you recognize what you have as being his and you're just a steward over it? Wow. If you've committed your life and your things, your business, your job, your future, your into him, then you have nothing to worry about. You have to know who you believe. You have to know the one that you believe. You have to know that God is God and he has never let you down in the past and he will never let you down. That he has a future for you and you have to be persuaded that God is able to keep what you have committed to him. So my suggestion is that I would take a look over my life and take a look over my possessions, my business, my money, whatever, and say, have I committed this to God? Because if it's committed to God, then it's in, it's in his hands. It's not just my possession, it's our possession. We own it together. We're partners in this. He's really the owner, but he's given me the opportunity to use this for a while. So I'm in a sense kind of part ownership here. I'm involved. So if I commit to him, then I have nothing to worry about because he's gonna, he's gonna take care of it. He's gonna help, help you. He's gonna give you wisdom. Amen. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 and 36. Therefore, therefore do not cast away your confidence. Do not cast away your confidence, your courage. Do not cast away the confidence of faith. Do not cast, cast away the confidence of your faith confession. Do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. You have to hold on to your confidence and your courage because it will be rewarded. For you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. That's Hebrews 10, 35 and 36. Do not cast away your confidence and your courage in this trying time and in this trying storm because there will be a great reward on the other side of this. I don't care what you see. I don't care what you feel. I don't care what anybody is saying. You need to hold on to the confidence of faith and the confidence and boldness of your confession of faith in this trying time because the end result is that you will receive a great reward. A reward is coming. All right? A couple more verses just to nail this down today. Is that good? 2 Timothy 3.11. And Paul is talking about uh, persecutions and telling Timothy and encouraging him because Timothy was a young pastor. Persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch and Iconium and Lystra. And he says, what persecutions I endured. See, I think you see so much Paul talking about his persecutions, not because he was glorifying in the persecutions, 
but he was trying to get the message across that no matter what the persecution, no matter what the trouble, that God is faithful, that God is going to get you through it, that if you'll maintain your faith stride and your faith talk and your faith walk, that God will never leave you nor forsake you or let you down. He said, what persecutions I, I endured. And then he, he, sa- he says, he ends it by saying, and out of them all, the Lord delivered me. What persecutions I had here and there and everywhere I went, there was trouble. But the Lord delivered me out of all of them. Not some of them, not a few of them, not a couple of them, but all of them. God delivered him out of all of his trials, warfares, troubles, and God will deliver you as well. In Jesus' name, I proclaim it. Amen, 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 amen. All right. So now, Paul again, 2 Timothy 4, 17 through 18. He said, but the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. Maybe some of you are feeling weak. I've gotten a couple of emails of people saying, you know, well, I'm getting a little tired of this and a little weary. I wish it were over. I'm concerned about this and concerned about that. Well, God is standing with you and will stand beside you and he will strengthen you with supernatural divine strength that comes from heaven. It's not a natural strength that comes from a human being. It's a divine strength that comes from the presence of the Lord being in your life and occupying your soul. He says, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. And he goes on to say, so that the message might be preached fully through me, that all the Gentiles might hear. And then listen to what he says. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Amen. The Lord stood with me and strengthened me and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion and we are delivered out of the mouth of coronavirus. We are delivered out of the effects of the coronavirus. I declare that our families will not be impacted. Our children will not be impacted. Our money will not be impacted. Our jobs will not be impacted. Our grandchildren will not be impacted. And everything that is connected to us will not be impacted for the Lord will deliver me and my household and everything connected me from every evil work and preserve me for his heavenly kingdom and purpose. To God be the glory. Amen and amen to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC radio ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.